AI was used to create this podcast. Hello friends, how's it going? My name is Jackson and welcome back to Marketing for Small Businesses. As in prior episodes, Frank is here with us today for this really intriguing discussion. Hey, Frank, how's it going? Good day, Jackson. Everything is good. It is a pleasure for me to be here in this new chapter. I like to share important information to help our friends to grow and take their businesses to the next level. Every episode has different steps you should implement in your marketing strategy. Jackson, I, I think that some of our listeners might be asking why there's a lot of episodes about marketing. And the answer is that you got to start seeing marketing as the key to success. Let me tell you something, Jackson. Marketing right now probably is part of communication, design. I think it might be in charge of things like the website, is the one who organized local events. And then I'm not saying that's wrong, but now is the time to prioritize. Nowadays, I know that when the CEO or business owner wants to increase a percentage of results for the next year, he goes straight to the sales. He concentrates the goals on sales and marketing serves used to strengthen corporate positioning or make things appear nice. I think that was in the past, but today marketing should play a key role in your organization since the focus should be on developing the strategy to grow the business and the company should circle around it. Marketing informs you of the market's demands. It assists you in bringing your product to market through developing a plan or strategy. It aids in the improvement of margins and recurrence, which is critical for any business. That is why today we will discuss why marketing is essential for success. It is not only about performing duties and waiting for the end results. It is about developing a strategy and completing tasks in accordance with the goals. Because if you believe you will get the best results by simply paying for ads on Meta, well, I, I, I have to tell you that you are mistaken. Unfortunately, it is not that simple since there is a lot of background to consider. But if you do, you will see a difference in the efficacy of the results. Actually, I have a studio case where some of our clients before they start working with us, they just paid for some advertisement at Facebook or Instagram. I just remember one client, they just paid for awareness campaigns in Google Ads. And you know that I just asked the KPS to go ahead and see the metrics, you know? And the thing is that as soon as I just start creating a strategy and I just finished my first campaign, I can say that the results it was completely different. So from that moment, as soon as I started creating a lot of campaigns based on marketing strategy, I just figured out about some specific key points that right now I can say are important. And that's the reason that we are here doing this podcast. Because you always want the best for the clients and you always have to find new ways to improve your services. Actually, in the third episode, Adapting to Inflation, strategies for clothing store success we talked about common mistakes that should stop and in that episode you can hear how you can fix them oh yes on that episode we talk about the importance of awareness which is basically the basis of a content marketing funnel where you go in different steps like you go into awareness engagement and conversion but today we are going to make a pause on those stages we are going to talk about different things as well, into the previous chapter, we were talking about funnels, which allow us to see the big picture of the customer journey from the first point of contact to the final sale. To understand this journey, you may go ahead and listen to that episode, which you can find a link below in the description. 
From there, today I want to go deeper on valuable information because if we start talking about the keys to marketing strategy for small businesses, you might think that we are going to talk about target audience, branding, content marketing, advertising, customer experience, and more. But those are not the ones that I want to talk about. Today I want to go on different elements that I think that you should keep in mind in the moment that you are going to start your whole process. I'd like to start with a definition from Sergio Seaman, who is a former Coca-Cola CMO, one of the world's leading marketing experts. And then he put in this way, marketing is about selling more things to more people, more often for more money and more efficiently. This line, in my opinion, effectively encapsulates the components of a strong marketing strategy. You must not only create a great product that covers a clear need and for which customers are willing to pay. You must know how to take it to market and create a strategy capable of evolving with the product and helping you improve your margins and recurrence. To design a good marketing strategy in a startup, we must start months before the launch. Yes, Jackson, you correct. The key is to start early, way before the launch. You need to talk to your clients and understand what motivates them. Once you figure it out, you need to keep improving your margins, selling more and looking for new clients. All of these falls under the umbrella of marketing, and metrics are crucial in determining what you should measure. So we have five critical components of an effective marketing strategy. Before Frank stated common phrases, which are perfectly acceptable and are fundamentals, he added that we want to go further and you should keep these keys on your radar. So the first element that we're going to talk about is about to find new customers. But before you get to find out where your customers are and finding an efficient way to get your value proposition to them. The reason why is because you need those customers who cancel your product or service. I mean, I'm not talking about looking for retailers or looking for people who will be partners in your business. I'm talking about for those customers who are going to get your brand through word of mouth. Remember, as we talked in a previous chapter, I think, this is a way of free marketing where people will talk just because they had a great experience and they want to share it. So that's a way to get new customers just because they were recommended by a friend. So let's think about it and make it a goal on your strategy. So there are many metrics to take into account at this point, but we should know aspects such as channel conversion. That is knowing how effective our strategies are in each channel or reference a metric that through aspects such as the vital coefficient or viral cycle time help us to understand how our customers recommend us. I have seen businesses that require service where you ask, how do you know about the business or the product or the service? And they get multiple options. So into those, they include one in a specific that says, if you were recommended by someone, you know, it could be a family member or a friend, and then that survey is part of a market research. For example, from that survey, you can identify different insights. If you have a high rate in this specific option, you can identify that the customers are being satisfied and then they are being super satisfied to the point that they are talking about to the others. So probably right now your question is, how can I implement it on a marketing strategy? Well, it would be from different factors. For example, I already mentioned the market research. I would say another fact is that when you define your target audience, set the marketing channels and offer incentives such as discounts or free trials, it can encourage potential customers to try your product or service. Okay, and what's the second element? The second element is to increase purchase frequency. 
it's easier to sell to existing customers than to find new ones. So you need to focus on retention and churn rates. It's important to understand the average customer during this period too. It means while you are working to get new customers, you also need to be careful to keep your existing customers and turn them into loyal ones. Although it is not applicable to all products, without a doubt, one of the keys to any marketing strategy is to increase recurrence, or in other words, how often you monetize your client. It is much easier to sell something to a person who is already a customer than to get a new one. Offer to maintain the customer and make they keep acquiring your product. Now this is about to show to the customer why they need another product or service, showing them how to relieve a need. For example, you have an e-commerce website and then you have some customers who purchase a specific shampoo. We are going to say that is for a curly hair, okay? It's just a generalized shampoo. And then you calculate the duration of that product. So we know that before the product gets over, the customers are looking to buy again. But then this is the opportunity that you have with your e-commerce website to show them another shampoo, which is going to be for curly hair, but in this moment, it would be with an additional benefit. It prevents hair loss, okay? So in that way, you can send a newsletter showing that product where it enhances the benefit, and then they're going to purchase again because they have received information from a better product. The thing is that you are sending information from this product based on what they already pushed before, you know? So here we have a high possibility that they make that pushes because you are showing benefits. The key metric to watch in this case is retention. Active customers who repeat with us or the abandonment rate or change. That is a complex metric that we must know how to measure. It is also important to know the average customer period that is basically the average time a customer is spent with us. The next element, which is the third, is to improve customer income. You need to design marketing strategies to increase the average value of the order or help customers choose products of a higher level. Are you talking about upselling? Yes, Jackson, that's basically it. We must not only improve aspects such as the frequency of pushes, but also the average amount of each pushes. We talk as well about adding new optional features to the product at the moment of the customer's pushes. In other words, offer an upsell of the product. Example, this is when you are into a fast food restaurant and then you are ordering a combo that has a medium fries and the cashier tells you if you want to upgrade the fries for a large including an additional price. Remember, these elements that I'm talking about are measurable, and this one will be with metrics like ARPU, or Average Revenue Per User, which is a metric that helps us detect changes in what the user is built. But I think a better metric, in my opinion, is the customer lifecycle value, which goes a step further and gives us an idea of the gross margin earned throughout our relationship with the customer. Now let's keep in mind, offer a combo or a bundle. That's different. That's part of the four elements. But when you talk about upselling, you are making the customer to upgrade the product. That's from a different point of view. Jackson, I have already mentioned about the four elements, but what do you think about it? The fourth element is to sell more things to customers. You need to devise cross-selling strategies that complement what they've already bought. 
Metrics like the average number of products sold to a customer or the average basket size can help you understand how effective your strategies are. In other words, it would be to sell more than one product in one. That's the reason I mentioned earlier, here's where we talk about combos or bundles. You group different products which at the end has a relationship between them and you show use one price. Keep in mind when I say issue has a relationship, it means the products should be complementary to each other. When you put products which can have a comparison between them, that's upselling. That's elementary and that's different. Be careful with cross-selling because you end up using it when you analyze your consumer's needs and the products or services you offer. The idea here is to offer additional options to your customers. It is one of the best ways to persuade at the moment of sale. Basically, with cross-selling, we are looking to fertilize. The last advice I can give you before we go over the fifth element is to try to make sure the cross-selling is as soon the first item is into the shopping cart. In that way, it's easier to recommend an additional item. In this case, the best metric we can monitor is the average number of products or services that we are able to sell to a customer in each transaction or the average size of the basket. And finally, what's the fifth element? The fifth element is to improve margins. Finally, we must make the customer acquisition and monetization cycle as efficient as possible, which implies focusing on optimization and, above all, on understanding and adjusting the ending of our business model. It is a phase that we should never address in the early phases of the startup, but we will eventually have to deal with. The key area to focus on here is the cost of customer acquisition to the value of the customer's life cycle. If this value increases, it may be because you improve the margin of each client or reduce the acquisition cost. If it decreases, it indicates that your acquisition strategy isn't working well or that you lost differentiation and your margins have deteriorated. In my experience, these are the key elements of any marketing strategy and their associated metrics. That's a lot of useful information. Thank you for sharing all of this, Frank. I now understand the significance of these five components in a marketing plan. We appreciate your time and hope you found this episode educational and useful. Keep in mind on these elements and you will see they are fundamental in ways to help you to receive more revenue. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to us on our website or social media channels. Remember that we are on Reddit, Quora, LinkedIn and Facebook where you may join to our group. We love to hear anything from you. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time on Marketing for Small Business Podcast. Thank you for taking part in this. I wish you a fantastic day.